ho ho and welcome to the Dead Darlings Advent Calendar. Each day until Christmas Eve, we'll be unwrapping a mini episode featuring a poem from one of our favourite poets. Christmas is a time for giving, so if you enjoy a poem, please feel free to give the poets some love on social media. Let them know that you've liked their work and share it for other people to discover. Poets love to feel appreciated. Let us know as well. If people want to hear more from a particular poet, we may invite them on as a guest in future episodes. Stay safe, cosy and connected this December, and have a wonderful Christmas, darlings. Behind door number 18 on the last night of Hanukkah, it is your token Jew, Hannah Hutzpah. Me. Hello. Hello. This is Hannah Hutzpah again. And this is my as yet unnamed Hanukkah poem. Um, If there are any sounds that don't make sense, that is Hebrew and it's the prayer that you say while lighting the candles on the menorah for Hanukkah. And it goes like this. I never know what I'm doing when I meditate. The same way I'm never sure I will remember all the Hebrew sounds in the right order. This uncertainty is not the past preserved in amber. This fragile flame is the survival of tradition. It was never certain. That's what makes its light a mitzvah. Melachalam Asher Kiddushunu. I always have to look up the rules to the dreidel game. This year I teach my shiksa girlfriend who gets the gist much quicker than me. We try to stop my kitten swatting the spinning top off the table. I name the cat Zelda. It means happy in Yiddish. I make my annual batch of latkes wave towels at smoke alarms and introduce this year's housemates to a new way to eat fried potatoes. Honey-coloured, crisp with mozza meal. Bamitzvotov vitsivunu. I was raised a Quaker. <laughs> Silent gatherings of equals in unadorned rooms with a maternal side plate of seders, Hanukkah, surviving Yiddish here and there. Quakerism always spoke to my intellect, but never my need for ritual. I got my own menorah the same year I first got my own Christmas tree. My girlfriend said I looked triumphant as a returning hunter, tree slung over my back like a hogtied prize. These celebrations are not in municipal buildings and no longer outsourced to my parents' place, but here in my own home, where I can call this holy, where I can make my rented rooms the place I practice my traditions where I can illuminate my home with golden light. These survivals are fragments, and yet these fragments are holy. Nightly time set aside for a week and a day, staying up in glowing light to watch the candles safely putter out. This ritual is elective. This ritual sanctifies my space, carves out time, and this time is a through-line back. To my New York grandmother I never met, my great-grandmother who fled pogroms, my great-great chorus of old world ancestors in wigs and hats in black and white photographs. These eight nights a year are a descendant, as I am a descendant. What survives is not my whole sun, but it sparks enough to light a candle, growing one light stronger every night. Lahadlik, ne'er shall 
Hanukkah. And uh, my my writing tip. Um, these aren't revolutionary, but they're the things that I use all the time. Uh, one is to note things down as you go. Um, personally, I've got a little notepad file on my phone. When it comes to you, just write it down. You've got it in one place. And I also recommend reading that occasionally and then going to do something else, like read it and then do the washing up and just sort of leave those ideas to marinate and think about them while you're not physically staring at a page <laughs> trying to get the ideas out. Um, and the other thing I'd recommend is to record yourself on your phone and then listen to it back. I think of it as the difference between sort of driving somewhere. If you're reading it out loud or reciting it, that's driving it. That's when you're driving a car somewhere and you have to keep your eyes on the road and make sure it stays on track versus listening to it is more like being the passenger where you can sort of stare out the windows at the landscape, at the scenery and maybe spot new things that you wouldn't have otherwise. Um, and the things that I want to plug are my awesome co-hosts. <laughs> uh, you can find uh, Laurie Eves at laurieeves.com and he's got a book out on tape, cassette tape and uh, physical book from Burning Eye Books. And our producer, Rebecca Cooney, um, is doing awesome things, including this podcast. And you can find more about her at rebeccakcooney.wordpress.com. Cheers, darlings.